that's totally different. Um, and I'll I'll talk about more like the in depths of um, of each like both Facebook and Instagram. But I've seen those two be the best beneficial for our church. Our church is kind of like a small church going to like a medium sized church. So we've seen those two kind of be the biggest factors and the biggest ones that seem to be like work the best. And so, but one of the first steps I would just encourage you guys is just finding your social media team. Um, if it's just you, it's totally possible because there was a time where I would just have to run about myself, but, but also too, there's been times where we've had, um, our senior pastor who's super was super involved with our um, social media our youth pastor who's right there um, has been super involved in it where um, I'm not talented at graphic design or Photoshop or things like that so it's nice to be able to even reach out and find people that that have those gifts have, who are talented that way or even with photography like Jessica right here who's helped me with multiple things for um, photography so it's just kind of finding people Finding people, maybe like there you have a youth student or you, there's somebody who wants to be more involved but they don't know how. Um, these are really great outlets and um, opportunities to have people be involved in a different way that just doesn't seem like a normal serving opportunity. But I've seen how um, engaging and allowing people to be involved in this way is has been really cool to see their like these talents that God has given them to like not showcase it for themselves, but just like, no, this is a different way that God is, is using people. And so um, that's been really cool to see and um, and to go about that. But um, <laughs> um, like I said before, we usually use Facebook and Instagram. Um, you can use like Twitter and other stuff like that. We have a Twitter, but I, uh, I think the greatest influence right now that we have is Facebook and Instagram. I, if you see the, like the benefits of it, you see like, okay, people are most responsive in this. And so for, um, so for Facebook, um, just to kind of share some examples. So like with Facebook, it's good because you can use your, um, you can make your own like page separate from your own personal one. You can have different, um, like a business page almost, which is really cool. <clears throat> you can promote your times, you can promote um, events kind of like for example Calvary Monterey use I know they use Facebook to promote this conference um, it would show up on my feed like because you can you can like businesses and like churches and like pages but it's cool with Facebook too you can almost advertise your church and your church's times and and so like let's say someone's never like seen your page or never actually gone to your church's like page or know about your church or go on the website Facebook allows a way to advertise like yellow pages or in a newspaper ad. It's just you like it's called like promoting it. <clears throat> and you pay it through Facebook and it allows your like your church and the information about your church just to show up on feeds, like an advertisement. Um, so that's something that we as a church have recently started doing. Um, it's cool to see um, to have other people in our congregation come up like, oh, it's cool that that's showing up now because now I can share this on my page or tell people about um, about our church or just show a different outlet to people that are actively on Facebook and see that. And so, um, that's been something that we have been benefited by that. And also it's just cool to, to use this like source. Cause like, obviously totally if, if, um, like newspaper ads or things like that still work or like even like mailing things, like obviously I would totally encourage you to just still do that. That's just something that we have seen that has been really good for, um, 
for our church and also just seeing other churches promote in that way. Um, example, another example of using Facebook, um, it's a really good way to have a, like a messaging resource. Cause I, so I work at our office Tuesdays through Thursdays, but a lot of times I miss phone calls or I miss, um, I don't, I miss emails and there's been times where people will message through the Facebook, through Facebook, through Facebook, um, asking questions about ministries or asking questions about, oh, when is this event going on? Or, um, even prayer requests where it's like, I really need prayer for this. Can you guys pray for me? And being able to have that actively either, um, on our phones as apps or if we're on the computer going on Facebook, it's kind of cool for them to have that outlet as well. So it's like they, they call the church or the email, no one responds. This is another um, way to interact with, with people you maybe have heard of your church or, or know are part of your church. We've seen that be really useful as well. And um, another example I wanted to share, um, I was talking to our pastor about this, like, oh, like, so there was this little boy named Judah that um, him and his family attend our church. And sweet little boy like you see him running around like his his mom and his grandma were a huge part of our cleaning ministry and always every saturday you see him like running around super happy and um and then one day we found out that he had this really uh, severe illness all of a sudden and and then um our pastor's wife created just created an image just got a picture use a simple app that i'll share about um soon and just put pray for judah and and so we, she asked, like, oh, can you put on the church's social media accounts? Like, sure. Posted it. And instantly, I, it just was shared multiple times, not just from our church, but from people in our congregation to other churches in the Gilroy area. It really brought this little boy and what he was going through. It really brought this whole community together. I've never seen, I don't think, Gilroy be so united um, in the years that I've been um, involved just in this in that community by one little boy who was going through going through this illness and like we pr like praise God that like, he's doing better and he's been able to come to church now but in that tragedy and just using a simple photo and sharing on Facebook it just exploded like we we had no idea of people who would share it or if people would even read it and um, just the power even that has just of God using something like this to reach a community and bring a community united was like for us like oh my gosh like, that's incredible um also just another story um my friend joseph he is we did youth ministry together and he was our worship he's one of the worship leaders and a part of worship at our church he went out to santa cruz and just put free prayer and was able to do worship but it was cool because he was able to live stream it and that's another factor of facebook you can live stream certain things live stream certain events and he just put it there, and you were able to watch and engage with him. But what I thought was interesting, and I didn't think about it, because it just happened this week, is that all the people commenting or watching, they were just, either they were encouraged by it, but they were able to interact and encourage him while he was ministering to people. And um, one of the comments was them sharing, like, Joseph, thank you for bringing worship into my kitchen. And this is somebody that goes to our church that I know is a stay-at-home mom. And, like, like just it just... It was so cool to see being people like who are just working and that's where God has them, but able to be even a part of that type of ministry, even though they weren't actually physically there, but that the source of like of a social media could be used in that way where it's like, oh no, we are a part of this. We are engaged in this and we, there are ways that we can be praying. I mean, I'm sure people were praying for him while watching that and like even God allowing us to be a part of that is super cool. 
But I also don't want to like limit the idea of like still obviously going out and ministering to people and going door to door. That's still a huge, um, a huge thing that um, I believe God obviously is still calling us to do. But um, but it's just cool to see these different ways, like just those two examples that I've seen how social media was used for used for good and not for bad <laughs> for bad. And so, and that's just another thing too, to, to um, take in consideration, um, just with a part of your team. I actually have one of my good, really good friends, her name is Becky. I always have her read my posts before I post them for the church. Like just, well, one, cause my grammar, I'm horrible at grammar, but also two, like, just make sure this makes sense. And I'm not saying anything that's going to either offend, offend, offend people in the way where it might be taken out of context, not to like, not to like. What's the word I'm looking for? To excuse what what God's truth is, but just like make sure just this this doesn't like I'm speaking heresy. Like make sure I'm not speaking heresy or I'm, I'm saying horrible things. And so even that too, like what we post, we do have a huge influence of how we interact with our with our congregation, with people who will share a post, um, <clears throat> and just like the weight of that too, that responsibility when it comes to social media, because that's another thing. Um, that I've been learning as well is that um, the words that we put on there, you can delete it, but once they're there, they're always there. We can't ever take it back. We can't, um, you can edit as much as you want, but someone's, someone will probably have already seen it. Someone may have already shared it. Um, <clears throat> and also just knowing that too, where um, that God's given, even given us this authority in a way of using outlets like Facebook or Instagram to bring glory to his name and and to um, really just take in caution and consideration of of that like authority and responsibility but also to just um, to not put so much pressure either on yourself of having like a cool aesthetic or a cool thing just um, because you know this is something that I have been learning for myself so when Briley um, who sports here at Monterey asked me I was like are you sure because your guys' social media is really cool and, and so interactive. And, and that's like one of the Instagrams I'm like, that's what I, like, I'm influenced by because it's so engaging. And so, um, so I've just seen how God has shown me and has been teaching me these things. So um, but to encourage you guys as well so to not have fear when it, when it comes to new outlets like this. Because it is kind of scary at first. But once you kind of find your groove and know what works and what doesn't work, then it's like, okay. Because that's the thing, too. Like, not all churches are going to be the same. Not all churches are going to have the same aesthetic or the same um, consistency. Because I think also, too, um, is just knowing your congregation, knowing what your congregation needs um, are for ours. We, we use actively use social media for announcements, letting reminding people, like, oh, hey, this is coming up. Um, because... We still have bulletins, we still have website, we have apps, because, you know, people people forget. <laughs> or people just kind of grab the bulletin, they look at it, oh yeah, and like, I didn't see that, it was on the bulletin, but, you know, um, <laughs> but it's cool to have, even use, like, Facebook like that, where it's like, oh, hey, just as a reminder, this is happening, oh, this is a reminder, this is going on, and um, um, we have, like, an event coming up, and so I will let our leadership know, like, hey, I'm posting this, if you want to share it, it's there now, and... People can instantly share things like quickly, and so that's like another thing too. Is um, it also benefits um, your different ministries. Um, I'll dive into Instagram a little bit more soon, but um, 
for like for Facebook, we have actually different pages for our ministries. For only well, only two of them, um, for our young adults group and for our youth ministry, we actually have actually separate Instagram accounts for those two, because as you know, like that generation, it like grew up on social media, and it's like obviously there are pros at it, and so that's kind of how we use Facebook too, is to um, for just like just for the people that are involved in in youth ministry or our young adults group because sometimes when people when we use one certain account like especially for the church obviously that is a part of the church but sometimes when people get flooded with the same information over and over for one thing that doesn't really like relate to them they're, they're either going to start ignoring it and they're just going to be like eh, what's the point of like even interacting with this account and so we've seen that be really useful too is having um <clears throat> separate um separate accounts for different ministries, especially with, especially for like youth groups, always, like I said earlier, they're always on their phone, they're always engaged in it, and um, we've a lot, we've had where, um, for our youth group, we always have it private, just obviously for the safety of our kids, and, and, um, and that too, like, and that's also good too, like, just knowing the security of things, of making sure things are like, obviously, like if it's a youth ministry room, we even have a children's ministry room, but that's obviously like private, because obviously, we are in charge of protecting these kids, and we don't want to exploit them in any way like that. And also, you have that interaction of like who, like allow you allow to follow and things like that. And just like um, with with that. And so another example of just security. Um, if you start interacting with using like Facebook or Instagram, just kind of always keeping an eye on it, because um, finding the balance of not being on it so much where it's just you're super like like that's all your that's all it is. But um, I try to stay actively on our social media accounts just because in case of security reasons. Um, we've actually this week happened where there was a church where um, I follow and just something didn't look right. And I messaged, um, I messaged um, our pastor. I'm like, I think they got hacked. Sure enough, they did. Their account got hacked. And so just kind of been looking out for each other, like not only for your church um, media accounts, but also for other churches. Because it's like, you know, we're all, we're all in this together. This isn't a competition of who has like the best like aesthetics or the most likes or things like that or um because we're because we're using these outlets to encourage the communities that are with us and so that's just another thing to take into consideration is just the security of of those accounts because sometimes because a lot of people like to hack things and it's unfortunate that that happens so frequently but it does um but yeah so that's mostly about facebook but also um instagram Instagram is kind of where it gets a little bit more, not tricky, but there is um, a need for like theme and consistency and all those all those aspects. So again, you don't have to have a nice camera. I brought my camera. Um, it's been a really cool, a good tool for me. But when I started working at the church four years ago, all we used, all they used was our cell phones and Instagram filters, and that's all that's all we use. And we still use that sometimes. I posted a picture yesterday on our church's one. I just used my cell phone and I used the editing app and that that was it. You know, um, if you have people who have cameras and want to be a part of that, like that's such an awesome opportunity too. But again, with Instagram, I think you just really have to find like one, find like know the vision of your church and also like have your, you know, ask your pastor, like what's your vision? What's What do you want people to know about what's going on at the church and again not to like glorify like ourselves or glorify our church or even glorify like like your 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 gosh no 
I think she's probably more tech savvy than I am, honestly. <laughs> Maybe I come up here and teach her. <laughs> I know, you're the next generation, what do you have to say? <laughs> um, <clears throat> but even that, where it's just kind of like, what we, even for Instagram, what we have seen is um, also just like a theme and the consistency of just of what it looks like. <laughs> so it's not just all scattered and, because some people are more visual people. So like if you visually are engaging people in your congregation or people that follow on your Instagram, like, oh, okay, this, this looks like engaging. <laughs> this looks welcoming. Like it's okay to have like a bunch of like graphics, but sometimes it can get a little chaotic where like, this is just a lot. I don't, I don't want a lot to do with this. So, um, and it's cool. You're allowing, Instagram even allows a way to, so, to show what your church looks like or how you engage with the community and and what what I've been learning too is like people like to it's weird, it's weird it is is that Instagram it's almost like people in your congregation are allowing you to kind of interrupt their day with a post or interrupt not like not interrupt but just be like no we want to be engaged in this way and so um, for us for Sundays we do Sunday recap where um, we'll take a picture of what's what's on, what's going on on Sunday and um, I'll get a quote from our pastor or there's like a key message that he like shared and we'll post that. And some, some people may have been like, oh, like there's a quote. Oh yeah, that's what he said. That was really good. That really impacted me. And so um, so we've done that. We'll do that on Sundays and Mondays. We'll do like a worship set list because there's been many times people come up to us like, oh, what was that song? I didn't know. I've never heard that before. And so we'll, we'll post that on Instagram like of the worship set of like the song and the artist so people can go and look at it and see um, – and be able to even share that with people on Facebook. And that's the cool thing with Instagram. You can like connect it to your Facebook. So it just automatically posts on your church's page. And so in that Tuesdays and then throughout the week, it's just kind of like whatever works best for you. I, we've done it where we try to like even show or take pictures of people who are part of the church that people may never know serve. And it kind of like, not just like, again, I go back to not glorifying self because social media is very like that. It can be a very self-engaging thing or very about about you and what you do. But I see. But it's cool to be able to use things like Instagram to be like, no, these are the people that that serve, and these are the people that that um, that make, kind of make these happen. But also it's just too to like, um, but also invite people like, but you can be a part of this too. Like, not just it's all about this person, but this is something that you can come alongside with as well and be a, and be a part of what God's doing within the church. And, um, and you just also to give like that recognition to those people. Cause sometimes, um, sometimes it may feel like, like, Oh, people don't recognize me or encourage me or just things like that. But it's just, it's just cool to like show appreciation to even those people that, that, um, that do volunteer or that are involved. And so I've seen that I've done that a couple of times too. And that's been really, really cool. And again, um, with Instagram, you can make your own business. It can be like a business account, so it's not like a personal Instagram where it's like things get, can get tricky and things sync up. But um, but it's cool because with Instagram, when you make a business account, it shows you um, not just your users, but like how many like like the the gender of like how many females are following you, or how many males, or um, age group of how many people are following following you. Um, ours is. Um, a mixture of like the 18 to 28 to like 50 and older is like our seems to be the active age group that either follow us or comment or like our photos and it also shows you like oh these are the best times to post where people are going to see it um 
again, not to see it to where you can get like likes and whatever, all those things, but it's just like, no, the purpose is so people can see and be know and be engaged of what's, um, <clears throat> what's going on, what's going on at church and what's going on, on during the week and on Sunday services or events. And so those are just cool little like outlets that Instagram provides where it's like, oh, okay. I, and I was actually looking at it this week because I didn't realize that, oh, it even just shows you just like the demographic of how many people may have seen it. They may have not interacted with it, but they saw it, that they like, oh, okay, so uh, we posted something where it was like, oh, like 20 likes. Like, okay, cool, 20 people saw it. But then I looked at the, like, the information. It's like, no, 400 people saw this, but didn't. And I'm like, whoa, that's a lot of people. And so even that too, where it's like sometimes, and this is where I struggle with, um, I'm trying not to get caught up with the interaction when it comes to Instagram because it's like, oh, only four people liked it. Obviously, it was that post wasn't worth it. It's like, no, not necessarily. It's it's not about it, if it, if it becomes about liking things or like kind of like you have. It's always wrestling, and I'm just being honest. My, where I have been with it, wrestling with it being about oh, how cool can this look or how like can I make this more about like the look of it and not like the purpose behind it. And um, an example, and I was telling my pastor, I was gonna share this story, he laughed because he remembers this day. Um, we uh, launched life groups a few weeks ago and it's totally brand new for our church. And so it's like, how do we make this exciting and engaging and make people wanna come? And so in my head, I was like, oh, I can use this app or maybe I can do this video. And I was talking to Corey, I'm like, we should make like a video and do all these things just for one post that people will see one day and then forget about it. And so I spent all this all day trying to figure out like, how can I like amp this up and make it cool and make it exciting. And in the end, I was so frustrated. So what and our pastor came to the office and I was like, I've been working on this all day. And he looks at me like all day. And I was like, oh. Um, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've been working on this all day. He's like, if you put so much work in that for one little thing, like, is it really worth it now? And I was sat there and I was like, oh, it's not. It's not because people are just going to see it and forget about it. And so I ended up just doing a simple of a graphic. And I was like, all right, cool. And, but the, like, the response of though, and not because of a post or anything like that, but, but that Sunday, so usually when we have events, people, like, five people sign up to things. We had a hundred people sign up for our life groups, and it wasn't because of a post or anything like that. It, it just really showed me that God's like God's the one who's in control, not by what I post or what I, we share or the context. Like God can use something that we think is like beneficial, but it's really not. But it's like, but no, it was a good reminder where it's like I'm not in control of people's responses. Like He is, and um, it's just a very humbling experience <laughs> experience for me. Because I just, I get, I, it's hard. It's hard not to get caught up in like doing it because you want to do it well, but you don't want to do it where it becomes to that point where it's, you're completely focused on it. And, like it has to look like this or it's not going to work. And God's like, no, I don't have, I don't have to, we don't have to use this, but he's allowing us to. And so that was just a, um, a humbling experience for me, but also just to encourage you guys, like if it doesn't look what you think it is or what it, it could be, like God's like, but I've got, I'm still, I'm still going to promote, I'm still going to use the authority that I have to, to change people's hearts. And so that was just a good reminder and just encouragement for you guys as well. And, um, but also too, just kind of like, if you have people that are part of your team, like don't feel afraid to like to delegate things. I, um, 
there's been times where I want to be like a part of like doing the photos and being, being able to like share what's going on and sometimes I just can't and so I've had like Jessica here I'm like I need you to take pictures on Sunday because I have too much going on or I need you to help me interact like on the media accounts and so it's even good to find people like one like even one person where you're like okay they have the same like like-mindedness of what we're trying to do and to like allow allow people to be a part of that too um, that's something that I've been learning but also it's been cool to like I, don't, like I talked about earlier it's cool to see being able to invite people and engage with people um, just kind of in this little outlet of what's going on at your church or different media accounts like that so um, that's like Instagram in itself again there's so many like different ways you can use it but I think it's just to start what you're able to do and just growing from there again if it's just like slowly starting one account where you just post pictures of every Sunday then just like if that works that's awesome just do that you know I don't think we have to make it more than what we want to try we don't want to make it more than we need it to be and just doing what um, what our church needs or our community needs and so because um, some churches like I know they post every single and it's awesome they post every single day and it's super interactive and some churches, you know, just post like one or two posts here and there because that's just that's just the demographic of their church and that's the demographic of the community um, God has placed them in. But also, too, um, I think there's like a bigger, bigger platform that that we that we have with social media that um, I don't think we've like realized yet. But I, I see how God is like kind of like could stir that where. Um, there is a huge impact in social media with with our culture and with um, how we can even interact with each other where back in the day it's like oh you wrote a letter to see how people are doing oh now you just go on their profile like oh this is what you're doing for life that's cool um but i'll get into that a little bit more in a bit but um just some tools that some apps i was gonna have little flyers but i didn't but um some apps that i use for like Facebook and Instagram. Mostly these apps are for um, pictures. Again, I am not a graphic designer. I am not a Photoshop master. These apps have helped me <laughs> look like I can, but I really am not. Um, one of them is called, um, oh, I don't have them here. It's called Studio. It's, it's just Studio. And I know, I'm, these are all Apple apps, so I'm sure if people have Androids, I think they have them on there too. Um, Studio is really cool. Studio is um, it's like Photoshop or like a graphic design app, and all it is is just you upload a picture, and they either have templates you can use, like a whole thing of templates where you can go in there and use templates that um, you can change the wording, but it's still the same template. Um, that's been really cool to use. Um, also, or if you want to start from scratch, they have different. Um, like customized tools where you can go in there like oh you can make like this or this or this so that's been really helpful for me because there's times where I need to have a graphic design but our pastor's actually a graphic designer um, and so there's times where he's swamped and I'm like okay I can't bug him so I gotta just figure this out and so that's that's a huge one of my huge tools that I use another one is called um, legend yeah legend it's kind of a mixture of of use of like graphic design but also with video which is cool so again you can just post upload a simple photo 
and you can type in a text and it kind of like creates it where it's like they have the words move or it kind of like does a lot more like visual that all, all you have to do is type in a word and it does it all the work for you. So I'm like, oh, that's nice too. So we've used that a lot as well. What's that one called? I'm sorry. Legend? Legend. Yeah, it's so just like one word. And so that one's been really, really good. We've used that a lot with a lot of our like our videos or things like that or just simple pictures where it's kind of like, oh, well, how can we make this fun and exciting? Oh, what's this one? Um, for editing, sometimes, so again, I'm, I keep saying I'm not a Photoshop master because I'm not. But um, if I ever want to edit photos, I do it all on my phone. One of them is called Afterlight. It's all it's one word. Uh, that one's really fun. So you can go in there and like edit your photos, edit the brightness or the contrast, the color. Or um, one another one I use is called um, it's called VisoCam, but it's, so it's V S E O and then Cam C A M. Um, that's an app that I've used for editing photos. Um, just to make it fun, if, you know, if you want a certain aesthetic, those two apps that I use all the time. Or, um, again, if you know people who are familiar with like iMovie, I know iMovie is like an Apple product, but like if you want to edit videos or movies or things like that, that's a really good resource. Um, what's another one? Okay, so I haven't used Hootsuite too much recently but in the past um, this has been a benefit so if you have like a Twitter or you have um, Facebook what Hootsuite does is that you have all your accounts on there and so instead if you don't if you're like I don't really want to go to each separate thing you can um, have your account like I said have your accounts on there and have one post where you just click send and it just sends it to all these different social media outlets um, that's also a really good tool that we've used in the past um, when we when we have Twitter and Facebook and things like that. And so, um, but yeah, so those are just some of the practical things about social media. Um, if you have any more questions about like little details, you can just ask me. But one of the things that I really felt like God was just putting on my heart about this, um, just the authenticity of social media, because again, it's a very, um, what's the word? Not, super, yeah, superficial. It's a very superficial thing, and it's kind of like, well, how is this as a church can use such a superficial thing or what the world can make it as to glorify God? And this is something that I was really um, struggling with um, preparing for this workshop um, because I struggle with that being authentic on social media, with my own personal life. But um, as I was praying, just kind of seeking God, like, God, what do you, what do you, want, what do you want me to, sh to share with whoever comes or who what do you what what's the bigger purpose because I feel like there's so much more than just practically how we use social media and tools because it's also good to know those things um, and it just he kept putting on my heart just like the the power like the platform that God has given us in such a time as this especially in our culture and um, one of the examples that I was thinking of and again like I say this not to disrespect any of our like our leadership and our nation or what's going on um, to be super sensitive about that but the example how how um, like to so our president has the, the authority and power to do one post and how it affects the whole nation whether you're for or you're for or against it but just the, like if you think of where our nation's at right now how everyone's affected about it in different ways whether it's good whether it's bad but everyone's talking about just by one twitter message 
And I was thinking about that, and I was like, wow, God, like, that's, like, that's, like, it's incredible, but it's astounding, but also, oh my gosh, like, how any, any person, any person in some sort of authority, like, has that influence by just using a social media account, and I was thinking about it, like, how much of, of us as a church, as a congregation, as people of Christ, can even use something like that, and if we're all, if our hearts are at the place where, like, God, like, let us be united, and this is a way we can use it, like, how much more can God use that to influence a nation like that through one person, through, or through churches, or through unity, and using a, a outlet like this, and again, not, not, what's the word I'm looking for, to not, not, like, excuse, like, obviously evangelism, not excusing, like, going out and actually ministering to people, but, but I think, too, just to really seek out God of, like, God, this is something that you've given us, and this is something that you've allowed us to be using in some way, like, like, we can pray for revival through some, like, an, a, an Instagram, or pray for a post, because obviously our, especially our nation is so heavily influenced by it, and our culture is so heavily influenced by it, where it's like, God, how much more do you, could you use this? To, in, to change a nation because obviously things that we post, things that we share people have an opinion about it and it's always kind of finding that balance of even just, I think just even for personally for us, because we never want to use our ch like a church's Instagram or Facebook to put our a personal agenda out there, but also too just us as like followers of Christ like how can we, how can we use this to um to minister to people that are always on these accounts, who are always looking, who are always scrolling, or even people who are looking for hope. Because so many times I've seen um, youth students, or I've seen people that I used to go to high school with, or just, there's such brokenness, and, they're, and they go on these things to seek hope, or find satisfaction, or find worth and value in someone liking their photo, or commenting, or just even following people that share things to fill this void that they're looking for and it's like man how much more can we put aside what we we think we should share and really seek out god like god what do you want me to share because we don't know who are who's going to stumble on the things that we share either through our our church's accounts or even our personal ones but i really believe that god wants to show us um there's so much more to just a simple like social media workshop and just really minister our hearts like god you you you've given us this this platform how can we use it how can we use it to glorify you and how can we minister to a very obvious broken world who needs to be reminded of hope that it's not always going to be like this that it's not always going to be war or strife or anger or just a lot of destruction and and also just to encourage us as believers to to uh not like not call out other believers but like have compassion for those who don't know jesus and are on social media because it's like at the same time too it's you think about it like they don't know they don't know truth they don't know hope and i think for us as christians to just really de decipher like is this really going to benefit like god's kingdom is this really is this going to benefit someone knowing more of who jesus is and and too many times i've wrestled more wrestled with like God, does this bring you glory, or is this bring glory to myself, or am I just putting my agenda out there because I want people to hear what I have to say, and 
um, just some verses that I just kind of want um, to leave you with. That. There's, there's a few, but I was kind of, yesterday I was praying, like, God, like, how do you, like, how do you, what do you want me to say? Like, what do you want me to, to remind people? Like, because in the end, like, we can have all these tools and outlets, but like, this is, this is what we have to come back to is God's word. And, and this is the biggest resource that we have. And um, one of the, um, so there's four verses. But the first verse is Isaiah 40, verses 3 through 5, and it says, A voice cries in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and the flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. And then the second verse is in Jude, verse um only one chapter in Jude, uh, verses um, 17 through 22, and it says, But you must remember, beloved, uh, my predictions of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> they said to you, in the last in, in last time there will be scoffers following their own ungodly passions. It is these who cause division, worldly people, devout of the Spirit. But you, beloved, building yourself up in the most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, Keep yourself in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. And have mercy on those who doubt. Have saved others by snatching them out of the fire to others. Show mercy with fear, hating even the garments stained by the flesh. And then, um, just in one verse. And I thought, it's like, like what would, like, what was the purpose of Jesus coming? And, like, we know it, like, we know John 3.16, but... I just felt like even that verse and verse and verse seventeen, just that reminder, um, just to like show that outward love to people um, through media accounts, through interactions with people. And so John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. And so, um, just to leave you with that. Um, again, thank you for coming. Thank you for um, allowing me to share just what God's been showing me and also just share um, just what I've been learning through social media. And I hope this benefits you guys. And if you have any questions, um, please let me know. I'm here. I'm, a, I'm pretty much an open book now. So, yeah, that's, that's everything. So, cool. I hope you guys have a good rest of your day and are blessed by the other workshops and by like, messages that will happen because they're going to be good. Be really good. So, you. Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah, ten so. So yeah, so if you have any questions, let me know. About school too. I have a question. <laughs> yeah. Is the app the studio? Does it just say studio or is it studio something else? Uh, it should just say studio. It's um the image is like a light blue with like a almost like a plus sign. Okay, yeah. Yeah. As a legend there's an L. Yeah, it's an L. And the thing is like they, for a studio it says you have to make an account, you, you don't have you to. Don't? No, you can you can just upload photos and do it that way and you can save it um one time it made me make a profile but then i deleted the app and i downloaded it again and i didn't have to so i was like okay, okay. we're good thank you for that yeah no problem yeah because i'm horrible at graphic design i actually have a question and i that you should probably know the answer to this but i don't actually that's okay Yeah, we do. That's another thing. Hashtags. 
hashtags are, are a huge part, especially mostly with Instagram. Um, like you can ha- you can create a hashtag for your church, so people who go to your church and post things, they can use a hashtag, so you can see like, oh, this is what people are posting about the church. And um, what I've been trying to do recently is like using hashtag our city, so ours is Gilroy, hashtag Gilroy. So people who look at that hashtag, be anybody can see that. Um, a lot of people use random words, but I try to do it in a way where it's not so like you see a, a post and it's like hashtag, hashtag, yeah. hashtag, hashtag. Um, but yeah, hashtags are very beneficial. I did not thank you, Amanda. Yeah. But yeah, hashtags are a good thing too, um, because it it hashtags allow your post to go into like even a bigger community of explorers of the, on social media where they might just be looking at the hashtag and happen to see yours and I look at that. So. So when we hashtag for our church or are we like tagging mostly like location, like so that we're kind of reaching our community, like hashtag your way, like what you were talking about, and then you, you know how you can like tag where you are? Mm-hmm. Are we just tagging like our lo- are we tagging our location? Are we tagging places near us? Um. So with Instagram, a lot of it is um, excuse me, the location of our church. Um, just because some people may stumble upon it, may not know, but that's also another good idea. You can just even put like the city you're in and just use that location. Cause then people who see that location will see your post too in those ways. Um, another thing with Instagram that I figured out like last week, but it's probably a way more known thing is that, um, so Instagram has stories. So it's kind of like what stories are is you can upload a video or upload a photo and they can just like look at it. Cause it's not like a post. So if you want to post a bunch of things, Stories is also a really good use of an outlet, but if you put your location, if your if your church's profile is public, you put the location and people click that location, people um, it come it becomes a part of like a bigger explore um, of stories of like so I posted today Monter- uh, on our church's one Monterey like we're at Calvary Chapel Monterey, so since it's a public profile, um, our story to share with Monterey viewers. So people who don't follow the church or don't even follow Calvary Monterey are able to see it. And so I thought that was cool too. I was like, oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. And so, because I was like, oh, two Monterey viewers. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That's cool. And so that's also another um, good tool too. So. You mentioned Pinterest. How, how do they do Pinterest? You know, I, I when I saw the stats of Pinterest, I was like, Huh. I know for um, what we've used with Pinterest is um, for we do a lot of stage design at our church where each um, each series and I know Monterey uh, you guys do it Monterey too huh each series you change the stage so we use Pinterest to like as a creative board and some people from our church have board mm-hmm, okay. some people from our church ha- have followed our board where it's like oh we're doing Genesis and so this is the ideas that we have and they'll follow I'm like oh cool because it'd be like, so I think that's one of the reasons Pinterest is a high, is still highly active, but um, but we just kind of use it for like our staff or leadership, where it's like this is kind of the vision that we have. Let's go on Pinterest and be influenced in that way. So um. also make the boards private. Mm-hmm. So if you're planning the women's conference, mm-hmm. you can have a private board, and you and the other leaders can contribute and kind of build ideas off of what you want the theme to look like. Now, do you pay for that? Oh, no. that one's that one's free. Okay. Yeah, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook are all free. Any prom- any cost when it comes to those media accounts, it's more about how you promote it. So I know Facebook. I think it's I don't know the fee. It's not it's not a huge fee, but like you can it's like a dollar or something where you can promote 
um, your account or Instagram, you can promote certain posts, but that does cost money. But creating those accounts, that those don't cost money though. All this is free. Now, pictures of copyright or something, how does that work? So, um, I haven't used a lot of copyright for our photos, but in the past, what we've had, so our church has a certain logo. So this is where it comes where if somebody who does your graphic design for your church, like, could you make us like a, it's a PNG, is that what it's called? But, but like, if you want to transfer a graphic to your photo. This is my graphic designer, so I have to ask for these things. Um, so even that, like, let's say your church has like a logo, or even if you just want to type your name, you can do that um, on one of the apps that I shared, or even on your computer, on Photoshop. Um, that's a nice thing with Photoshop, if you have Photoshop, Easily, you can just upload a photo and type it. Um, but um, the apps I share, you can probably do that too um, to adjust it. So um, that's the one way you can do it for copyright, just having a church logo or even your church name on it. But um, but we haven't done too much in the past. I, we never had that problem, but I guess it's a good idea to like brand it. Just um, I know other churches, um, like um, in um, a church called FCC in San Jose, they've. Uh, they do a lot of branding. A lot of the other churches that we are influenced by is Fresh Life Church and that one by Levi Lesko. They do like some church branding like that. And then um, what's another church? Um, the Calvary Chapel Bible College. That's another church that does a lot of church, like branding and stuff. And so um, those are also good accounts that we've I've we've been influenced by because they're very interactive. So. So also when you were talking about the example you gave of the boy that was ill and everyone prayed about him, mm -hmm. um, the parent obviously had to have given that picture, right? Oh, yeah, yes, 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 yeah. And for kids like at your church, you would pretty much ask the parent if it's okay. Yeah. So any anything with children, especially on the main church one, that's obviously we, we ask for obviously for parents' permission or even we just take discretion like they're under they're, – they're a minor, so we're just not even – go there unless but what if it's like at an event like is there, an, I don't know an Easter thing mm -hmm. or something I think just uh, just like like letting people know just like hey we're gonna be posting these pictures okay. online yeah. um, but usually with our churches it's still a little bit smaller we're able to even just share pictures with people individually so um, but yeah I would just talk to the parents and just let yeah. them know